the comic book pit. Okay. I'm only okay. I just hit record, so there it is. There we go. So welcome back to the comic book pit. This is comic book pit episode 352. I'm Dan, and with me, uh, not in person. No. <laughs> we're in our respective. Yes, right. We're yeah. we're uh, being responsible and socially distant. We've got Jared. Hello. And then uh, in the in the in the big city, we got <laughs> we got Kate and Link. Hey, and this is our weekly roundtable of just talking comics and comic book related stuff. So uh, you know, and, and of course, we're in this weird, this new paradigm, this this pandemic world, where <laughs> there's there's nothing new coming out yet. Somehow, we still have stuff, a lot of stuff to talk about. Literally right right before I came upstairs to to get everything started for the for the episode, uh, my my buddy, we, me and my my two closest high school friends, um, we have this kind of text group text going all the time, and um, he, I don't know if you guys heard this, like I don't know how new it is. I think it's just today, but uh, Ruby Rose is leaving Batwoman. No, oh, wow, what? That's a scoop. Yeah. Yeah. Ruby Rose, who playing the title character of Batwoman, is leaving the show. Okay. And they are going and but they're going to recast for the character. Oh. Isn't that crazy? That's have they said why? I I, I literally I, I haven't really had a chance to, to dive into I'm, it maybe I'm, while we're talking if someone I'm looking it up now. There we go. Yeah. There he is. Our, our fact checker. Um, but, um, yeah, I was really, I was, I was pulled an Eccleston. She what? Pulled an Eccleston. Oh, Chris, <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Took me, it took me a minute to uh, get that reference. Yeah. It was Dude. a deep one. Yeah. That was a, Jared's referring to Christopher Eccleston who played the doctor on doctor who for one season. And, and I really liked him too. I'm like, what the hell's going on? At least it made sense when, you know, like they could write that out easily because of the doctor's you yeah. know, transformation. Um, not so much with Ruby Rose. <laughs> yeah, I guess they'll just, uh, she'll get a face transplant from what's his face. Could you no. just roll with it? If you, Alice can do that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been great if it was during uh, Crisis. Oh, yeah. Boy, that could <laughs> oh, no, no, it. It's fine. Or or they may just pull a Roseanne and, and and switch the Beckys and and it and you'll never you know and no one that, explains anything. Yeah, that's what I would do. I I feel like that's probably what's going to happen. They're just gonna they're gonna swap it and not speak of it ever again. Yeah, I mean uh, I, I also read 
somewhere that they're not going to be recording. Like most of the TV shows won't be recording anything till 2021, late, late. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I had heard, that they're not coming back till January. So that might also be a reason she just peaced out. She's like, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it says it was, according to this, the article I'm reading, she released a statement and it was her decision. And she doesn't go into details. She just thanks everybody for the opportunity and that the show runners um, look forward to sharing its new direction, including the casting of a new lead actress and member of the LGBTQ community. Okay. So I guess, I mean, I guess ultimately it just wasn't for her then. I guess, I guess not. so. Yeah. Which is a, you know, it's kind of a bummer. I, I thought that she, as an actress and as a character, I thought she fit in with the rest of the, the Arrowverse actors, yeah. like pretty seamlessly. It seemed like she just, she just fit right in. Yeah, no, she did fantastic as it all. So I, that's it. That is a big shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess that from reading on those things, I mean, I don't, we talked to that one actor that one time, that dude that was on Buffy. And he said it's it's pretty grueling work mm-hmm. experience. It's a lot of hours. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, right. When we, it, yeah, we it's talked to emotionally exhausting. Mm-hmm. You have to like get up, and then you're you're. It's a lot of hurry up and wait, and then when it's go time, it's like 110 percent go. Mm-hmm. So it's it it can be pretty, and it's long hours too. Just like you you wait for a long time, and then it's like go time, and then you wait even more. And then mm-hmm. go time again and, and repeat. Well, um, this is her. I mean, I know she was on Orange is the New Black, but this is like kind of her first long term. Yeah, oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and this is her first starring role. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna suggest it. I think this is her first. Her first lead. Like, yeah, you're right, Link. She's been in other things. She certainly, you know, got the. Uh, got the chops to, to be on the screen. Like she was in, yeah. Orange is the new black. And she was in that Jason Statham giant shark movie. Yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. You, you may be looking a little too hard into the praises there, Dan. I mean, <laughs> she was fine. But I don't know if she's, I'm just saying she, you know, it's not like this was her first, her first radio, yeah. but this is her first time like being the, like yeah. the driving she stood in front of cameras and recited words. Yes. <laughs> Similar to what we're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to. I thought that was kind of a a, a big shock. That was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, to walk away from something like that, it is a uh, it's newsworthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I I haven't been keeping up with the season, so I went through spurts with it. Um, well, you have plenty of time to catch up. Yeah. Well, did it, did, did this one also end on a to be continued? Not yet. I think there's like oh, one more episode. Oh, that hasn't ran yet. Okay. Well. Um, because yeah, yeah I, I, watched, I watched Supergirl and I was like, no, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, spoilers. It's not really a spoiler. Flash also ends on a to be continued. So, awesome. okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, what yeah, they, yeah, do? they weren't yeah. done they yeah. short. <laughs> it's just like, I thought they were all going to like, are these going to cram in an ending? It's like, no, they're just going to, no, they just to say, be continued. Yeah. yeah it was, and it, it was weird. Uh, Riverdale, I don't think did it to be continued, but like, a week later, we saw it was on Netflix. I was like, "Wait, that was the season!" That, oh that wow, was, that's what we did. 
And it just kind of ends. And you're like, oh, all right. I understand, but it's still weird. Yeah. Not yeah. seem like an ideal place for them to just, you know, call it a night. It's going to be weird when, like, see episodes one and two of the next season are, like, the right. resolution. Yeah. And then episode yeah. three is, like, a time jump. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, we see what you did there. Um, well, yeah, this just gives me uh, just more opportunity to catch up with with the uh, CW shows because I I actually haven't watched anything since Crisis. Mm. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, um, I, I'm not really sure why. I just felt um, I think I might have mentioned this on a previous episode, but to me it, it just felt like uh, anticlimactic. I mean, I, I know it's not, but it's like, I felt like so much of the CW Arrowverse was leading up to crisis and then we got to uh, crisis yeah. and not that I expect, I mean, I know it's not ending, but you know, it was like, after all that, I'm like, nah, nah, maybe I'll just take a little break. I don't know. I like, I just didn't feel this overwhelming need to jump yeah, back no, into it. I, I mean, I will say everything that we watched, I, there wasn't anything that we watched where I was like, man, this sucks. Why are we watching this? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Because usually there would always be like one of the shows I'd be like, what are we doing with our free time? <laughs> it was usually Arrow, but um, yeah. Overall, I mean, it was all it was all good after Crisis, I think. Okay, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed. Um, I don't think this has been the strongest season of Flash. No, but it's different. I, yeah, it, it, it's it's like a it's like a dog that's starting to get white in the face. Mm-hmm. Like you love that dog, but you know that like it's glory days are behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> um, it well it's on like third string cast now. Like the the original players of all like they're still there, but they're cycled out. And then like they're really gone down the bench for some of the supporting cast. Yeah, and uh, it just I don't know. It's just one of those moments where like I'm just aware of where it's at in its life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and so it's kind of just weird to see. I mean, it's still enjoyable, but it's not as enjoyable as like seasons two and three. And mm-hmm. the season's kind of blur work. Like yeah. it wasn't the high watermarks, mm-hmm. um, but I still tune in every week. I still tune in for Supergirl. Those are the two. Well, the, and then Supergirl is good too. Supergirl's enjoyable, but sometimes I'll just sort of like scroll through the tweets um, but the one that, the one that like has no business being like good and is always good is Legends. Yes, hundred percent. It's always a good time because they, yeah. they always do something different. It's not like yeah, like I feel as if a lot of the shows are always like, oh, what's like Supergirl's like, well, what what's Lex Luthor or Lena up to or yeah, whatever. And Flash is always just like, well, what's the evil speedster up to? Or, or true, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you're right it's because every week Legends does something different. As yeah. like, it's not a continuation of one. Jo- there's, there's like that subplot is their arc through the season. Yeah, exactly. And they weave that around like you know the the A plot is something different every week. Where those other shows, it's A B C plots that all just continue through mm-hmm. with villain of the week maybe. Um, Legends is like. A plot is completely something new, and then B plot is the one that continues through. Yeah, and they and they, even though they've rotated the cast out so much now, it never feels like they have. 
Like, right. It's like right. almost. I think there's like what, like two or three remaining people from the original cast on the show. Uh, <laughs> what, like McRory and Sarah? Yeah, Rory, Sarah, and is there some? Is, are those the only two? I think so. Yeah, I think well, so. Uh, Gideon. Ray, Ray Palmer <laughs> left, right? Yeah, yep, he left. Yeah. So yeah, I guess not. And then uh, what about um, what's her face? Uh, Sarah's girlfriend. I'm blanking on her name. Sarah? No, not Sarah. Clone. Yeah, the clone. Mm. Yeah. What is her name? Ava. I don't know. Ava. Yeah, yes. Ava. Yes. I don't remember if she was season one or season two. But... Oh no, no, she wasn't season one. At least season okay. two. Okay. Not later. Yeah. I say that and watch her be like she was on like episode two. <laughs> <laughs> the background. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, um, no, um, it's yeah, it's been good. And like we said before, it it be, it evolved, and that's why it it has fresh life. Yeah, and they're and the CW is also trying to bring in um, the DC universe shows to to pad pad the. Oh uh, yes, that is know. also news that for us to discuss that they they're gonna run Swamp Thing in the fall. Yeah. Right. And there was talk about uh, I, I I don't know how it's going to happen, but um, Star Girl possibly crossing that's over. On, that's on. Oh, in like over. twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Star Girl is going to air today. Yeah, and I, I started watching it on the on the DC Universe app. Oh, okay. And uh, I only got about halfway through uh, because I I just started watching it this afternoon uh, while I was working from home, <laughs> but. Um, uh, what I saw so far, I really enjoyed. Um, I think it's going to be a really fun show. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm happy that people are going to be able to see Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. curious how much CW might censor it. Just because I feel it was a graphic show. It was. So, in the best possible way. Like mm-hmm. it, was, it was a sexual show. Not that that ever stopped CW. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also very gory feeling so like i don't know maybe maybe it just toes that line just enough that they didn't have to change anything it's gonna be like like during the writer's strike back in like the 2000s when they aired dexter on cbs and they had to like slice that up no pun intended (laughs) i think i watched like just like i think i watched like five minutes just to see like how they did it Mm -hmm. and uh Anyway, it just reminded me of that, having to tone something down. And so, sorry, I, I was going to say, I also know that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. was supposed to air next week, but I, I'm guessing it's not going to air? Because I doubt they filmed all of it. Maybe they did. I don't know. I, I watched the trailer for it. I thought I thought it was ready to go. That, I mean, that if it is, awesome. Um, that'll that'll fill some time too. I was gonna say <laughs> that being said, I keep forgetting that Agents of Shield is still on the air. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They took like a year and a half break to film this last season. It felt like like there was a gap. And just to interject, like Ava Sharp appeared in season three of Legends of Tomorrow. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, so yeah, Agents of Shield still a thing. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> this is the final season, right? Yeah, it's, yes. the, it's the final season. They're going to wrap that up, and they're going to wrap up uh, whatever from Agent Carter in it, is what I'm guessing. Because they did a time travel thing. And so, oh. 
they're in Agent Carter's time now, doing cool old E-Shield stuff. Okay. Yeah, really, S.H.I.E.L.D. really took off after it stopped caring about the movie universe. <laughs> they, they're just like, oh, we can just do whatever we want now. It's it's yeah. fine. Yeah. We'll have fun. There, there were definitely chunks of seasons that I enjoyed, like... I, but yeah, you're right. I think it was it was kind of later in the series, like once they finally stopped centering everything around Hydra and yeah. the Inhumans and uh, uh, Daisy. Yeah, like I liked the um, the half season they did with uh, Ghost Rider. I was waiting for a good moment to interject uh, that their Ghost Rider was amazing and yeah. still one of my favorite plot points from the entire show yeah yeah and like i i like the the little bit of uh like their version of uh secret empire i thought that was mm-hmm. fun um and i i even didn't like i i thought i was going to completely hate it but they really pulled it off when they did the uh like the jump forward like, it, like when they went way in the future and they were li- like out in space because oh, yeah like half yeah. the earth blew up and they were you know, hanging out with the Cree and shit. And um, I thought that was great. I, I really enjoyed that. And then when they came back to their time, you know, I started like what, like, you know, I watching it and I'm like, okay, now I feel like we're kind of back in the slog. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they were, they, I think they tried to wrap up all the, uh, the loose ends from the previous seasons that they had to like the, the buildup for some of that inhuman, stuff and hydra stuff and they're like well let's let's just put a bow on this and then we'll go back to having fun mm-hmm. five i got at least but yeah it got very heavy into like oh we're gonna talk about those weird column things okay sure <laughs> For like season three <laughs> yeah yeah it was it, it, i i but overall i think yeah it, it, it really kind of struggled to for a long time to, to find its identity. And, and to this day, I still don't, you know, they, they call themselves, you know, the, the show is always called agents of shield, but they really stopped being agents of shield like two or three years ago. Yeah. When, well, once they dissolved shield. Yeah. Well, like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I mean, soldier, they're like, it was after the first season. They're like, yeah, shield doesn't exist. It's canceled. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all hydra agents. The end. And then it never really came back in the movies, so it's weird. Yeah, it is funny that they that they centered their whole show around like this identity, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're taking that away from you." Yeah, sounds about right. That's Marvel TV for you. Yeah, yeah. that's Jeff Loeb. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's a whole room of uh, suits that made that decision. Yeah, not yeah, just Jeff Loeb, but um. I like picking on Jeff Loeb sometimes. Well, speaking of uh, disappointments, I just remembered I finally watched the new Star Wars movie the uh, other yeah. night. You caught and, the uh, world. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's weird when you when something gets like panned like that, and then you watch it, it you you know it lowers your expectations. Certainly, and yeah. usually, and usually that works out for the best. Yeah, um, not the case. Not the case. I just watched it and I was like. Now I've never I'm not like a Scott Adlin Star Wars fan. Yeah. I'm I'm super casual Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm just watching like man this movie's just missed opportunities left and right. 
Like it just, yeah. it, that, that's what it, it just felt like a missed opportunity. Yeah, I was just like, okay. Well, I think I think if you're a casual fan and that's your takeaway, then like, yeah, they screwed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, as a movie, yeah, yeah, as a movie, it just felt like a series of events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it is, and I'm like, all right, we're just it's just going. It just, <laughs> they're doing this now, they're doing that, and yeah, like, it just I, I don't know, just a, a series, okay. just a series of misadventures. Yeah, yeah. And like I don't know, nothing nothing had a moment to breathe. Nobody had like a moment to stop and think about what they were doing. It was just No one took a minute to appreciate Rose. <laughs> I thought she died at the end of the last one. That was Cause she's yeah, well yeah, because she's barely in it. You're like, where'd she go? Did she die in a tie in novel? <laughs> well, I thought she died because she like put her flew her plane in front of that like cannon or whatever. Oh yeah, to save Finn. Oh, that's right. Like that's weird. Like she died because she was pining over the get one of the gay guys. I was like, what a waste of a character. <laughs> I mean, listen, when even the actors ship their characters, yeah. the writers just need to deal with it and go for that, it. Much like Game of Thrones, that might have been my favorite part. It's just all the jaded actors being like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck we filmed, but it clearly wasn't what I thought was going on. Well, they, they carried on the tradition of the fir- of the second trilogy then, if that was yeah. <laughs> to show up and like, I guess this is what we're saying. It just had a slightly better direction. Yeah. And then it kind of felt like maybe I'm romanticized. I liked, I liked Jedi, the last Jedi. What I really liked was anything with Luke Skywalker in these last three movies. That's all sure. I cared about. Um, so like force awakens is like, Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I sat two and a half hours and I got that, uh, last Jedi. I got Luke Skywalker. And it was rad. And then they killed him. I was like, all right. And so this one, like, it didn't, like, get back on the rails for me until Luke Skywalker showed up. And then yeah. it kind of went back off the rails for me. Mm-hmm. But um, where am I going with Yeah, that? but at least we got 100% oh, yeah. more Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. The cast of Lost, like, just rolls <laughs> up into this thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, um, I don't know. I felt like. Jedi, I mean, I think the whole casino planet thing was kind of weird, but I was like, whatever. Like, Jedi dared, like, go a little deep into some stuff and, like, yeah. provoke some thought. And then Skywalker rolls around and was like, oh, oh, oh none of that. <laughs> it's spectacle. All spectacle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, did that have to be Palpatine? Like, couldn't that have been Snoke? Like, did you need it? There was no reason for that. That was. And then, might have been my we, the weirdest gripe I had was just like okay mm-hmm. sure I guess like it kind of looked cool when he was on that giant robot arm thing but that could yeah. have been anybody stuck to the end of that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. could have been menacing yeah and did she it, it's a it's a you know a giant galaxy there's more than eight people in it like they don't all have to be related right it was yeah. cool that Villanelle was Ray's mom I don't know if anybody watches Killing Eve but that's who. Ray's oh. mom is is in Killing Eve. Hmm. Did not know that. Yeah, uh, it's it's a that's a blink and you miss it moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that that thirteen seconds of screen time Ray's mom have. That's a Golden Globe winning actress that was doing that. <laughs> um, they don't mess around. 
<laughs> yeah, was, so Disney spent four billion dollars on this and then drove it into the ground. That's the other thing too. That, yeah, I guess that is. That, yeah, that's the takeaway. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't have a a singular vision. Yeah, yeah which is is still unbelievable to me that you, you're right. I mean, like Jared's right. Like he they 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 shelled out an ungodly amount of money to make you know to buy this property to make the next set of movies that people have been clamoring for for decades and they don't have the wherewithal to make it cohe you know coherent yes to make one story and just just make one long story chop it up into three pit into three parts that's all you got to do yeah how did how do you screw that up <laughs> yeah and, and it's and interesting skywalker Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting to see that on the the third movie. I mean, it's been I, I forget when it came out, like six months ago or something, maybe. Yeah, Dece- yeah, December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Christmas. Um, that I feel as if like people's opinions have soured more on it over time because you come out of the theater with like a lot of warm fuzzies mm-hmm. and nostalgia, but then once that wears off, you're like, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, I definitely I mean, did. I, I, I feel I'm feeling about the movie. You're not like, it was the best movie yeah. I've ever seen. I fully admit, like, I mean, I, I didn't come out like that, but I did. I definitely came out and I was like, I felt like I just had a plate of warm chocolate chip cookies. I was like, ah, yeah. And then, but I, to, to be fair, I have not watched it since. So I don't know how I'll feel you know, the next time I turn like when I eventually decide to sit down and, and watch it again, I, I think I only, and I only rewatched, um, the other two, uh, maybe once since I've seen them in originally in the theater, like yeah. they, they've not held the same rewatchability for me as the original trilogy. Like or I, the <laughs> that, that, those yeah, words did not come out of my mouth. Recent trilogy was better on a second watch. It was. No, it is. I don't know if I'd re rewatch it like multiple times. But you talking about the one from 20 years ago? No, no. She's talking about uh, The Last Jedi. Oh, oh, okay. I've seen that on cable and I will watch parts of it. Um, again, it's anything Luke Skywalker I will stop for. And the Luke Skywalker fight scene at the end of Last Jedi is. Fine. That's pretty cool. Yes, absolutely. Him drinking that weird milk, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I I rolled with that. I'm like, all right. So he just like <laughs> he yoed it out. Like he that's what happens to the Jedi's. They just go away, yeah. seclude themselves, and get kooky. Like they, okay, I, yeah, they, they I'm in. They I'll just buy it. they 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 turn into the dude. They just they just wear a bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they drink didn't, white Russians, yeah. you know. Didn't see it going that way, or blue Russians. The blue Russians. <laughs> That's for you, Scott, if you're listening. Um, I didn't see it going that way, but when I was like, "All right, I get it, I get it," and and you know, it kind of plays a Mark Hamill strengths, I think, to be mm-hmm. kooky. So yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm all good with that. Um, but yeah, I just was disappointing. Is how I would describe it. Like I, I would have killed Ray and then made Ben be the Rise of Skywalker, but that's me. And Kylo Ren got reduced to like a third banana character in this movie. I, I would have turned Ray evil, and not done the the Palpatine oh. thing. I would yeah. be like, ah, she's. Turns out she was the villain all along, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what was rad was like that. So when she has that vision and sees evil Ray. 
I'm like, yeah. all right, sweet. And as soon as I could, like, sweet, it was over. Like, it was, like, three seconds. I'm like, really? Like, this would have been cool mm-hmm. to watch, like, yeah. her fight herself. Or, or or see a character be introspective at some point during this. That would have been nice to see, too. But, I don't know. Maybe I'm asking too much of it. Like, maybe if I was eight, this movie may have been baller. Because it's just like, oh, look yeah. at all this cool shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I don't know. At 40, I'm just like... How about some someone stop and think about what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, let me see you feel this. Unpop- yeah, my unpopular opinions of like, oh, they should have totally blown Chewbacca up in the sky, and that was just it for Chewie. And that, oh, that been- <laughs> I thought he did die. I know. Oh, I and know. And I was like, man, what a bitch death they gave the Chewbacca. <laughs> right. Like, somehow he survived it. Yeah. Like, so- it was kind of rad when she grabs that plane out of the sky. I was like, okay, that's cool, but. See, I don't know. That that yeah, that whole thing Fuck. like was <laughs> was cool and it simultaneously pissed me off because when they made you think he was dead or made the audience think he he blew up, I knew it didn't happen because I remember like they showed him so much in the trailers, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, no wait, there's other scenes that he's in that we haven't seen yet. I don't think he's dead. So that kind of yeah, like it's, it's like trained entertainment watchers mm-hmm. we yeah know. yeah we no, should know that they're not gonna it's gonna be like if chewbacca's dying it'll be like tragic yes Hunts they're it. not gonna punk chewbacca they could have used it like we thought that they well, were yeah, using I know, it yeah. to teach ray a lesson about yeah. her hubris oh yeah i know mm-hmm. but <laughs> oh, chewbacca so okay it's you're a... <laughs> adorable thing this movie is gonna teach lessons <laughs> Maybe if Ryan Johnson was directing it, she she would have learned a thing or two. But <laughs> JJ's back. It's all lens flares and go go go. That's right. <laughs> that is true. So, Let but you know, I thought Force Awakens wasn't like this. It had something going on in it. Had, it, had a lot of, mm-hmm. it had a lot of fun. And this was not. It was like kind of like it was like more nostalgia, less random fun like you weren't learning about the new characters or anything mm-hmm. they were just like backseat drivers up until the finale where they're yeah. like well they're the new guard and they're gonna save the galaxy yeah mm-hmm. oh oh that third act where they ripped yeah. off independence day <laughs> like the only thing missing was randy quaid in a biplane like, <laughs> oh no he was there i saw him i was <laughs> i'm watching i'm like holy shit independence day i was like what a deep cut movie to rip off for your third act mm-hmm. Hey, that's Billy D, man. He can he can rally with the best of them. Yeah. Yeah. Right, he was fine. He's old. You can see the his years. Oh, he wasn't. I totally terrible. Yeah. No. I, I I thought. Yeah. For for like you said for for his his years and for the fact that he he doesn't do a whole lot of acting these days. I thought he was he was great. You know, yeah. Like, revising his role as Lando. Yeah. I mean, he like that all worked for me. Like I, I wasn't. He was Lando. Yeah. 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 No, the Carrie Fisher stuff was weird. It's like, huh? Everything's shot from behind, and all of her dialogue is super vague. That's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the unfortunate the part of yeah. that film, I would have uh, liked to read it or see a comic adaptation or something of like yeah. what they might have had planned. Yeah. But Carrie I'm Fisher sure could just keep that locked down. She just handled her shit for like one more year. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
<laughs> she lived her life in the red, and it's like you just have to go twelve more months. Like, <laughs> yeah, but her mom died. Yeah, I, I know. I, just speedballing on a plane. Just, I'm sure it wasn't her first time either. It's like you just gotta go twelve more months, and you can give us a cohesive like third movie. <laughs> then, then just like blast off into the sun. But whatever. Yeah, after after last Jedi, after last Jedi, they should have just put her like in the in deep freeze, <laughs> and then pulled her back out for the rise of Skywalker, and then <laughs> it's harsh. You got a lot of weird angry letters to the comic book. Pit oh yeah. <laughs> you can send those letters to comicbookpit at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah, make sure you uh, put them to my attention. Yeah, care of Jared. <laughs> I'll read them on the air next episode. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll be our version of uh, mean mean tweets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, why don't we uh, why don't we switch gears here and uh, talk about some comics? Yeah, sure. I can also keep it on the topic of things that I found disappointing. Go go for it. <laughs> so keep the keep the good um, times rolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, old man. Um, <laughs> Look at those clouds. <laughs> so uh, on um, Amazon Prime, I don't know how I stumbled across this, but it was like you get like free stuff like through on the, like the Kindle app, and then so naturally I look for comics. Um, and I thought maybe this was like a thing. I thought I uncovered something, but this may have just been like a promotion or whatever, because it ended real fast and they wanted me to put money down. Um, so. The one thing, one of the things I read completely was 2011's Flashpoint, the precursor to the New 52. Um, it was disappointing because it had, for like all, of the, for one thing, it had nothing to do with the premise it was sold as. So I guess let me ask you this: Did you guys read this story at all? I think we read the. I think we read Flash the event. And some tie-ins, if I remember right. I can't remember if we read the full event or if we just read cool tie-ins. Yeah, I didn't read at, at the time. I didn't read it. I only I, I came in after with the with the new fifty-two. I, I wrote I wrote that wave in. Um, yeah, it's just dumb because it's Barry Allen wakes up in a new world and immediately gets drawn into some like war between. Atlantis and Themyscira with Thomas Wayne Batman, and like that's what it's about. Yeah, whole, and that's it. Like that's what it's about. It's not yeah. about like what's the the how did time happen like this is a tertiary plot point in this whole yes. whole mini series. And then at the end, I, and I, don't know, I read it on like the Comicsology Kindle thing, so it's panel to panel. I read it really fast. And it's just, it gets the end and it's like, oh, uh, Professor Zoom shows up and is like, no, Barry, it was you who did this. Wah ha ha. I was like, wait a minute. This was, I thought this was, <laughs> the way this was sold and the way it was like, as an outsider comics fan knowing of this at the time, like that was like the whole crux of it was. Barry went back to save his mom and disrupted time. Yeah, Here, yeah, yeah. that's the twist ending. Yeah, yeah. When you 
uh, when they had advertised it, I don't think anybody really knew what it was because we didn't know the new 52 was even really coming. I don't think. Yeah. It might have. I, 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 it was like an April event. Yeah. I, so, or it was a summer event or something. It, it took, a, it was like three or four months. So I don't think they announced the new 52 yet. Well, if the new 52 was shoehorned in at the end of it, it feels obviously like it was shoehorned in at the end of it. Cause that's like the last page is just like, what's all this new stuff. And then <laughs> yeah. there he goes to talk to Bruce and he's got a bunch of lines on his suit. I mean, it's, yeah, I think I, I think I read, I think I just read the, the, maybe the first issue or two and then maybe the final part to figure out like, well, okay. Cause I didn't really care about like, like you said, the main, the main thing, I mm-hmm. just kind of picked up some issues here and there. And then I was like, well, okay, how's this resolved? So I know what's going on in new 52 and that's, yeah. Yeah. And it didn't even matter how it resolved. Cause I had nothing to do with it. It just it resolved in, Oh bam, new 52. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and then they ended up retconning that and it was Dr. Manhattan cosplay yeah. or fanfic dr manhattan fanfic yeah was the new 52 i mean it just yeah, I, mean, I don't know i i'll say like as as enjoying the the actual like the tie-ins and like the elseworld stuff i was like okay cool this is great i like the batman uh tie-in was awesome for that book which i guess i assume ties into the tom king stuff that he did because i still haven't read any of that yet <laughs> yeah that um, was the other um graphic novel that I downloaded was the first volume of Tom King's run. I oh, didn't okay. finish it though, but it, that was, that was, it was like the Gotham and Gotham girl. Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is also another through line for his run that I was just like, okay, this is a arc. I didn't really see the importance of it at the time, but I guess it's a, a bigger thing than you're led to believe when you first read it. You mean, you mean the whole, the Gotham and Gotham girl? Gotham. Gotham girl in general, like being playing a bigger. Part. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say she plays a bigger part, but she, she, she is kind of a recurring character like that. Uh, yeah. I think he, he brings in whenever he needs to. Yeah. Like when I know. first read that first arc, I was like, okay, this is just some random shit that Tom King's just thrown in here. Cause he's, I don't know, whatever he's doing some original thing, whatever they're like Superman's of Gotham, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I was very like underwhelmed by the whole concept, but to to then find out that that she was going to be like a recurring character and stuff, I was like, oh okay. I guess he really, really liked it, liked her. I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, I I mean overall, I I enjoyed Flashpoint for I guess what it was at the time of reading it. But I think if you went back reading it to be like, well, I wonder yeah. more about like, the new Fifty Two and the lead up to it. It's it's a big wet turd <laughs> it, 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 i just thought i was gonna read like a good flash story and it was i mean some of the no it just and like i see some of the stuff that may have informed the show's portrayal of barry allen yeah so maybe i latched on to that if i latched on to anything but i was just really underwhelmed by it i was like this is nothing to do with like how did time get like he's his main motivation is how did time get like this and then it's four issues of Aquaman and Wonder Woman got to fight. We got to stop it. And yeah. I get point. Even Batman says it's like, if you undo what happened to time, none of this even matters. Like there's a guy in the story that's saying like, this doesn't matter. Like who cares what happens here? If you yeah. just do this other thing instead, you know, maybe and he's I like, did read that. Cause that, you know, I think I read the whole event. It's just that un- it's that forgettable <laughs> that I don't. Oh, it is. Yeah. 
Because I do remember they got they went and got Superman out of like his yeah. underground prison. Yeah, so that was like, kind of neat. That was a yeah. like romp with like him and Batman yeah. and Flash and Cyborg like breaking into the place. That was kind of a fun little. Yeah, so I did read this. It's just yeah, I forgot all about it. Yeah, it's just it's just it, it's not yeah it's it's a little side story of like pointless. It's just you signed up for an Elseworld. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think that's all I thought it was. Like it, I don't think they had even planned, like you said, like to make it uh, planned that far in advance to th- to say, oh, this is going to lead into the new fifty two. I think it was just a, it was a just convenient thing to do, like you know, like to center their new universe around this event because at no point did 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 anyone know that like, oh, this this flash event is going to spawn a new DC universe. Not, I don't, not going into it. That's not how I remember it. I think it was yeah, like either. during it towards the end, there was like, yeah, Oh, was by the way, I think that's why I started reading it. Cause it was like a month into it. They're like, Oh, by the way, this is like really fucking important. And I was yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I just thought this was just like some else world book. Yeah. I, yeah. Love, I love those, but I was like, Oh, I'll save some money. I don't need to read that right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is kind of dumb. But well, at least I paid nothing for it. Oh, there you go. And then, uh, yeah. So then, and I then I saw I found the the, the Tom King one. I was like, all right, because I jumped off Batman right when that started because I had just gone through the Snyder run of Batman. Yeah. And I needed a, a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, a lot. And so I was like, well, I'll just I'm like, oh, this is sweet. It's like a you know an Amazon Prime for books. Um, a Prime Video for books, I guess to use the proper branding mm-hmm. jargon and and then like i even get i guess i could still finish it but then it was just like oh plunk down for a month of this and i was like i don't want to <laughs> i thought <laughs> i thought this was included with like the prime videos included but yeah it'd be nice if it was something like that where you get like a book a month or something for free for being or a even if it was like well like prime video it's like the flea market of streaming services yeah like it's just a bunch of like random shit that they like okay i guess i'd watch this Mm -hmm. Um, yeah the original series are good and that's about it true true and so i do the same for books because like i said these aren't like the best don't put like your best ones out there but just put stuff that you know like put eyeballs on it yeah i don't know i don't know who knows I'm not the one that's going to be a trillionaire. That's Jeff Bezos. So I guess I have to defer to his <laughs> infinite wisdom. Well, he's got all figured out. <laughs> I think I mentioned this on the last episode, but I don't. But uh, but that was Scott and Sean. Um, where did did I talk to you guys about Hoopla? No. So no, I've heard of it. Okay, so Hoopla is my my new thing. It's a it's it's great. It's a it's. Jared, it's actually kind of exactly what you described, like, you know, just getting a a book a month or a couple books a month. But it's a if you have a library card, you can you sign up. It's completely free. You're essentially borrowing books from your library. It's like books, movies, Ah, comics, like music, um, whatever you can get at your library, you can get through Hoopla. And so far. Let me let me give you a quick rundown of what I've borrowed so far in the past month and a half. Um, I have read, um, so they've they've got like omnibuses. Like I, I'm in the middle of reading the Hellboy Volume One omnibus. Um, okay. 
the I borrowed the Saga Book One Deluxe Edition. Jeez. Yeah. So you just get the big like twenty four issue. Yeah. Um, the Howard um, Howard Chaykin's twelve uh, issue American Flag compilation. Um, let's see. Uh, Global Frequency, the Deluxe Edition. Back Year, Back Year One, the Deluxe Edition. Uh, Catwoman Volume One, New Teen Titans Volume One. Um, there, but there's there's so much stuff that you can get. And you're allowed to borrow, I think, 15 titles a month. Oh wow! Okay. And and like I said, it's it's totally free. And it and if you if you don't if you don't finish something, like if it, you have to return it, you just it's like a library. You literally just yeah. borrow it again. Yeah. Um. So that's I'm I'm telling everyone about about Hoopla. It's like I said, as long as you have a library card, that's that's all you need. I have a question. So this is for the the four of us, and not for the listeners at home. But here is my library card. That's about a good thirty plus years old. <laughs> I don't know if it's still good. As you can see, it says um, like Cumming County Library yeah. System. That's where I grew up. And that's where I got it. There's the back with my. I guess it has a barcode. So there that was new at the time. Uh-huh. Those existing. There's my little kid signature on it. <laughs> And this was, I think this sticker, if I recall correctly, meant that I could go to any library in the Commonwealth and use this card. Oh. So I don't know if that's still honored, but I'll have to find out. Well, I, I know, like, no matter where you are, like, you can basically pick any, like, any library. So, I mean, it, I think it recognizes your location and it gives you a list of libraries to choose from, but you may be able to pick that library, like your, your hometown library. But I don't know. We got one down the street. Just, we never went. And then now we got to wait for this thing to blow over and then maybe mm-hmm. we'll finally go. You can't even get a library card, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's totally, it, 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 it's well worth looking into the, uh, I mean, the, the amount of comics that I've been able to, to scroll through to look, I mean, it's like, I want to read everything like they've mm-hmm. got, so much available. It's just, it's awesome. Um, yeah. In fact, I'll, I'll talk about, and is that it? Hold on a second. Uh, that, uh, okay. Yes, that's it. Yep. Okay. That is it. Uh, in fact, I, um, every, every book I was going to talk about tonight is, is something that I borrowed and read from, from hoopla. So, um, the one that, that surprised me the most, and I'm not even sure how I heard about this. I, if one of you guys mentioned it or if I heard it like on another podcast, but I read, um, black, the black cat trade paperback. It's called a grand grand theft Marvel. And it was, it was a crazy amount of fun. Like I, that's what I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would recommend it highly. It's it's um, Jed McKay is the writer, and I I don't know any of his work. Um, Travel Foreman is the uh, is the artist, and um, I think the last time I saw Travel Foreman, he was doing uh, Animal Man, 
Yeah, that was good stuff. Um, th- but this is this is uh, pretty good. He does a good. Um, not only does he you know, like do a good black cat where she, it's like, but it's you know he, he he's one of those you know, artists that like he could draw like uh, clearly the black cat is she she trades on. I mean she's a thief and everything, but she she trades on sexuality like she she just mm-hmm. oozes sexuality i mean from her costume and that's how she kind of like like similar to catwoman it's like it's how she yeah yeah you know takes you know men and makes them into dumb little boys because she's gorgeous whatever but she doesn't you know like she's drawn in a way that's not trashy which is which i appreciated for once you know um but this is uh but this whole book it's it's one big heist you know one big caper and it's it's like um basically going around the marvel universe like stealing things from people she has no business stealing things from um reed richards doctor strange i mean like she, and she's going like into their homes like into like okay, yeah. like the sanctum sanctorum and into the the Fantastic Four's new place on Yancey Street. I mean, just and uh, it's uh, it's just great. It's just a lot of fun, and I'm I'm looking forward to if if more is coming out. I'm not sure if this was a uh, you know. I think it's a twelve issue series. At least so far, there might even be more. I think it's a long run series. Oh, so okay. You yeah. have more. Yeah, I know it definitely came out. I I didn't get the month, but it, it came out in 2019. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I, I didn't look, you know, look um, more into it as far as, you know, to find out if there was uh, more issues coming or if, you know, because of the pandemic, if that screwed everything up. Um, but I definitely, in fact, I kind of even want to read it again because I feel like I, there was even stuff in there I missed. Because again, like taking this trip through the, this kind of Ocean's Eleven trip through the Marvel Universe Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's stuff in there's probably, you know, they, they probably there's probably Easter eggs that I probably missed. Um, so I'm, I'm probably going to go back and reread it because it was, it was just a lot of fun. And uh, it, it just, it surprised me because I'm, I'm definitely like, I could, you know, up to this point, I really could care less about the black cat. She was just always kind of a, a throwaway character, if you will. You know, she just, she showed up when, yeah. you know, to, you know, she was a foil to Spider-Man or she was a love interest for Spider-Man or, you know, just whatever they needed her to be. But, um, you know, they actually give her some depth in this one and she's kind of got a small, uh, a small crew that you can tell that she cares about. Um, they're not just, you know, hired goons and, you know, it's kind of like a, a small, uh, very, goofy dysfunctional family um, of thieves and, you know, henchmen. So. So it's the fast and the furious. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, When do you guys want to go? I can go. So I took the opportunity to go into the back, back, backlog of stuff. (laughs) And uh, I had a few issues of sex criminals uh, waiting to be read. There were like issues 12 through 14. They were the polybagged. Yeah, with the naughty covers. The naughty covers. Oh, okay. 
the the the, the adult rated variants that they put in the pink poly bags so the little kids couldn't see them. <laughs> those those are part of your I can't read this on the bus collection. Very much <laughs> so. Which I mean, some comics you you take that gamble. I remember an issue of Saga opening up on the bus and. <laughs> One of the first few pages was a sex scene between the two characters, and she was gripping horns, and there was crazy stuff happening. Yeah. And I was very embarrassed. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so these were comics that I knew I could never really read out in the world, and <laughs> I knew that they would be a good time, because, I mean, Sex Criminals is funny as hell. So I plowed through four of them. And it was a good time. I was in the bedroom laughing hysterically. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anyone not familiar with sex criminals, they're Matt Fraction and Chip Sadarsky. And it's a comedy about people who can have superpowers when they orgasm. Basically, yeah. Basically, that's like the short version of what happens. Obviously, there's a lot more. Yeah, there's like a heist it. involved, but it's really like mm-hmm. so like back. It's like the first couple issues of the book was just like, yeah, we're going to go rob a place because one of the powers, they freeze time when they orgasm. Yeah. And then that's like they're that's I feel as if they haven't talked about that in ages. Yeah. Mind you, they were robbing a place to save a library. Yeah. So it was all in uh, good fun. But um. <laughs> Even though it's an absolutely ridiculous comic, they also do a really good job of representing different sexualities all across the spectrum. Um, And every comic that we've ever read, we've probably all read some of the letters to the editor in the back. And there was a issue that dealt with uh, asexuality that so many people wrote in about. Mm -hmm. And how that issue touched them and how they like either had never seen themselves represented or hadn't even realized that's what they were until that issue. So it's not just a fun romp. Mm-hmm. It's also yeah, it's... very diverse and representative of all types of people. Yeah. And then the letters pages in general are just a fun read. In terms of like, it's it's like a dear Abby, <laughs> like mm-hmm. a really funny dear, dear Abby, where your answers you get back are usually just some sex jokes. Mm-hmm. But you know, every now and then they'll be real. Yeah, and Link even wrote in, so oh, I'm yeah. not gonna say anything <laughs> besides if you have somewhere between 12 and 14. Yeah, I think it's there, like 13 or 14. It is 13. Yeah. Uh, there's a letter from him. Yep. Oh, it'd be nice. It was actually published. Yeah, it was yes, published. Yes, it was. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was in response to somebody else's letter from a previous issue, <laughs> and <laughs> I forget, <laughs> I forget what all how how they even responded to it. I just remember it was the funniest thing. They loved it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll definitely have to look for that. So, but yeah, it was a really good time to take a huge break from the world and read some funny shit. Yeah. I think I don't remember. We're worst. I mean, you're, you're behind, but I'm still behind too on sex criminals. I think it wrapped up. 
or is or was in the pro- I hope it wrapped up because if it's in the process of wrapping up, then there'll be a bit it'll be a bit of a wait. Yeah. Before, but I think it was like only gonna be twenty four issues mm-hmm. or something like that. But there's some really good uh, fourth wall breaking strips. Like one of the things I was laughing hysterically about was them basically doing a montage of a conversation that they had about how they were going to write a certain scene. And so it was just like them illustrating a phone call, but they were making references to Chip Zdarsky's Jughead money and like oh, yeah. <laughs> all this funny stuff. It was great. Yeah. I do appreciate that about, uh, I think it's just Chip Zdarsky in general, but he'll poke fun at the comic industry. So if you're like aware of like who's currently writing books and doing things and like, sort of in the loop there's a lot of like meta humor that goes on in in his writing and art did um did you guys read or do you remember the um i think it was maybe a year or so after you know uh sex criminals you know had was being published and it was really popular um they put out a like a sex tip book or something or sex is called just the tip tip. yeah (laughs) we own it yes i own we we do own just the tips it's a great book to just flip through (laughs) to a random page and get some laughs i um i have a funny memory about that book when i worked at the the comic store because um the week it came out like you know there's a there's a section of the store that's all new releases and it's across the spectrum it could be you know Mm -hmm. from from the 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 big two indie books, um, children's books, just everything that everything new that came out that week got put on a shelf. Sure. And um, the just the tip book is not a comic book size book. It's actually kind of would you say it's like kind it's of children's book. it's kind of squarish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like maybe it's like maybe five by five approximately, yeah. and it has like a like a like a like a bright pink cover. And it just says in big black letters, just the tip, right? So it's on the shelf and I'm walking by and I did a double take because right next to just the tip was like a Charlie Brown Valentine's book or something that was like, (laughs) like approximately the same size and the same color. And I'm like, I got to break these two up. I got to put like something in between these two books (laughs) because someone's going to grab the wrong book and we're going to hear about it. Yeah. So I'm like, no, Charlie Brown, no, not just it's a tip. angry mom. You're like, I can't believe you're peddling this smut <laughs> right. to the children. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll, I can go next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll mention, I, I read two things. Um, the, the one I'll talk about right now, at least, is uh, I read through the first two issues of Amethyst. And uh, that was, I think the whole thing's done by Amy Reader. I might, I might be wrong on that, but I know, know she does the story and the art. I don't know if she colors it as well, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a fun book. Uh, it, it's, it very much follows the, uh, the plot of the, you know, the character Amethyst who's, you know, some girl born on earth or born from gem world, sent to earth, lives on earth for a while and finds out like on her 13th birthday that she's a princess. And then, goes back to gem world to to rule gem world and or whatever as you know a princess there um so it's got like like some magical girl slash like she-ra kind of elements to it in that way Mm -hmm. um 
but the, this story kind of like bypassed a lot of that. And it was just very much like, Oh, you're going to go to, to, to gem world and it's going to be dope because you're going to get like coronated and blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, she gets there and like everything's just there. There's nothing like everything's just gone. Like some, some event occurred and her entire kingdom's like everybody's missing. And so that's, that's kind of what the story's about. And her just sort of wandering around kingdom to kingdom to be like, yo, help me out. And then every kingdom sort of like, what? No, <laughs> screw you. And it, it, it's a, uh, it's a different vibe of, uh, I read the new 52 amethyst and, it's a it's a very different vibe from that book. That was more like uh, you know you were in at the ground floor, and this one seems like it's more of a well. If you don't if you're not familiar with this already, it's kind of like a weird way to expose yourself, I guess, to the character of Amethyst. It, at least in my opinion, I don't know if you. Yeah, I th- I think well I I, I actually I, I did read the first issue, but I I guess um if you. I guess you're also helped if you've been reading um, Young Justice. Oh. Yep. Because she was featured pretty prominently in at least the first arc of Young Justice, right? Because that's because. Yeah. 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 yeah her, her and Jim World War. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I know, you know, Amethyst, Am- Amethyst, I can never, I, I always trip over <laughs> the word, first of all. Amethyst has been around since, what, the 80s? I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, she's been around for a long time, and and it, it you know, when they found out that they, were, you know, she was going to be in Young Justice, I was like, oh well, of course, it's it's Bedis, and he he loves to recycle characters from the past and you know make them relevant, mm-hmm. and and of course, it it it, I, it probably made sense for the for the world of Young Justice because she's a young you know character and um. But yeah, I mean, up to that point, up to she was featured in Young Justice, I had never really read anything with her in it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you you get a little bit of her character, and you get a little glimpse of Gem World in the pages of Young Justice, um, and then yeah, and I saw that Amy Reader was doing an Amethyst book. I thought, well, I'll, I'll you know, I like Amy Reader a lot, so I figured I would. I would jump on. I, I like, I only did read the first issue, so I'll, I might have to go back and, um, is it, a, is it a mini? Or it's, I, I think it's a six issue mini. Yeah. Okay. Like a lot of the wonder comics line, except young justice, I guess are all intended to be like short, short series. Yeah. It did it wrap up already or is it still kind of going? No, I think, I think the second issue came out before this all happened. So okay. the third coming out and I'm, soon ish depending on how things go okay all right so so i, I have some time is what you're saying <laughs> yeah yeah there's no rush there's no rush to run out and get amethyst yeah okay um and, oh, i'm oh, sorry I was gonna say, no uh, the other book i read um i really don't have a lot to say about this book i mean it's um i'm, all, I'm also i'm all, i'm already blanking on who wrote wrote it off the top of my head. I don't have it with me on hand. Uh, I read the first issue of spider woman um, where she gets her new costume. Uh, the, there's a, there's a story at the front. Um, that's just sort of her doing like a random gig. Uh, she's no longer a private detective. She's more like a personal security now. 
Um, she's protecting some rich guy's kid at like a birthday party. Um, some guys show up to try to kidnap this kid because the guy's filthy rich. Um, and they're assumingly going to extort money from him or whatever. And um, that's, I mean, that's kind of the book. That's, that's the issue. Um, she, she beats up a bunch of guys. Um, it ends on a weird cliffhanger where, where it's like, Oh, what's going on with spider woman? She, she was complaining about being sick the entire time. And then the end of the issue, she, she kind of spews up this radioactive goo. Hmm. So it's like, I assume that's, you know, something's going on with her powers, but, uh, I mean, that, uh, that's the issue. It, 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 the, the story was very, uh, basic. And then the backup issue was, uh, how she got her new costume really it, it it was very short and it looks like it'll tie into something it, it probably ties back into her time with the uh, hydra is what i'm guessing okay uh but it, she she goes to like you know a uh a superhero outfit store to get something tailor-made like you do in the superhero universes um and that and that's also that story it's 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 very simple, one and done. There's some jokes, but it's, I don't know. I, I was, if you can't tell, I was very unimpressed by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the energy is just leaping through the microphone, through the through the speakers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was the art was good, and I mean, uh, the the action sequences were cool, but it, I mean, it, overall, it didn't didn't really hook me at all. I was just like, okay, well. This is this is pretty standard superhero stuff you got me go, going on here, but it didn't really blow my mind in any sort kind of way or like show me an interesting hook mm-hmm. beyond being like oh what's what's going on with her powers? But I I don't know if I if I care that much to 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 stick with it to find out. Mm-hmm. Just curious, um, just because I it was a series I I enjoyed for a while and then. I think it was maybe derailed by an event or something, but did, um, did, did you read her series when I think, I think Dennis hopeless was writing it. I, I was reading it until it was derailed by an event or something actually. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I think I might, I might've stopped around the same time you did. Yeah. That's not, um, okay. That sounds about right. Or like that. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, but it does mention some of that. That was like one of the few parts where it, it did mention, you know, showed her back at, at the house with the uh, porcupine, I think that was his name, mm-hmm. and uh, the kid, and you know, so, so they brought that up, which was nice. Actually, I think that was in the backup story they brought that up in, but still, oh, so they're still a good babysitter. Yeah, they they were they were <laughs> they're aware of it. You know, they didn't totally like brush that aside and be like, yeah, she doesn't have a baby anymore, it's whatever. <laughs> so she's still a mom, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I really. Um, but it, Sadly, wasn't a focal point of anything. I just remember I I was bummed because when they, when they gave her, her her new costume because I actually I really liked her the last one yes. she had, which was like like the yeah, like the jacket you know and and it's weird because in the backup she's wearing the classic costume like the the yellow mm-hmm. red thing with the web arm pits and, and uh, she's talking about needing a new costume for her private security gig she can't dress like a superhero. And the entire time, I'm just thinking to myself, like, what the fuck happened to your other costume that you had that was specifically made for this? Yeah. Like, it wasn't your superhero outfit. It was like a, a regular dress down, like street level outfit. Yeah, it was like it was like a more functional 
costume, like it's like yeah, similar it motorcycle. It was like Batgirl. Yeah, I was yeah. I was going to say like when when uh, when they redesigned the the Batgirl costume, it was the leather jacket craze of 2015. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with the uh, leather jacket craze of the late 90s. Yeah. In Marvel. Oh yeah, like <laughs> the Avengers varsity jacket. Yeah, everyone had a had a flight jacket. <laughs> and they and they and they were all and the sleeves were all always rolled up. Yeah. Oh, those were dark, as is tradition. Those were dark days. Those were, <laughs> those were rough. Yeah, but yeah. So that was, I guess, that, that, that's a. If anything, I have a complaint about the backup issue because yeah, it just it it kind of just is like oh well, I don't know you get new costumes because why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. DLC for those video games. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I mean the cost, the new costume itself is, uh, I guess it's it's just Miles Morales' costume without a mask, really. Yeah. Or, or with a Spider Woman mask and not like a full, you know, head yeah. mask. I don't know. It's not boring. Great. You're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's uninspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um. Well, I just have uh, two more, two more books to talk about. Uh, two more of my my hoopla reads. Um, both of them, coincidentally, um, one of them is going has. Uh, they're both being well. One of them is coming out was was developed into. I don't know if it's a series or a movie from Netflix, and I think the other one is was announced this week that they're developing, but. Um, so the first one is is the old guard, uh, volume one. Is that the Canada thing? No, that no. that is that you're thinking of. We stand on guard. Yes, that was okay. Brian K. Vaughn. This yeah. is uh, the old guard is Greg Rucka and uh, Leandro Fernandez, and it's essentially about a a team of uh, modern day mercenaries that you find out are actually uh, um, cursed with immortality, that they've been soldiers uh, or warriors um, for some of them, uh, you know, uh, know, some of them just a few, like just hundreds of years, some of them thousands of years. Um, But they've found each other over the years and they've, they've kind of uh, been working together and they ply their trade for those who can afford their services and they have very strict rules that they, you know, because they're immortal, that they, they only work with uh, certain people or certain groups for a a certain period of time. And then they, they move on or they don't work with them again because eventually people start wondering or start noticing that they haven't aged in a a number of years. Um, Yeah. But they, uh, they they take a, a job that threatens to uh, threatens their secret of immortality, and and it kind of goes from there. And it's it was a um, a five issue story, and um, again they they uh, developed it into uh, a Netflix property, and Charlize Theron is the the lead in this, and. Uh, I don't think I, I think this is about this from yeah. What's that? 
So, so I think this is why I, I remember that she was casting something. I was like, oh, interesting. And yeah, I think that it was this. Yeah, I think I, I and um, you know, she's she's the main character, and and I, I think uh, you know, I just read this recently, and I I think she's going to be great. And um, this is Greg Rucka, balls to the wall, just action, and okay. It it, it actually it reminded me more. It, I had to I had to to double check because at first I thought Mark Miller wrote this book because <laughs> of the extreme amount of action and um, violence in this book. Not that Greg Rucka doesn't mm-hmm. write action or violence, but he tends to write a more, I feel like a, this is going to sound terrible, but it, I, Greg Rucka, I, I always found like wrote, he writes like a smarter book. If that makes any sense. Like he, I feel mm-hmm. like he puts a lot more thought into his, his works. Not that this book doesn't, this book is a very, very uh, engaging book to read. But this definitely is the most the most action movie I've ever seen from a Greg Rucka property. So yeah, no, I I, th- I think when Rucka, yeah, he's a character focused guy, and like the action parts that he's written in other books are memorable, but it's, it's like it happens once every like twelve issues, something amazing will happen in a Greg Rucka yes book. Yeah, you be like, damn, that was awesome, but it's that long payoff but i guess you said it was five issues so i guess he has to yes you know knock him out and (laughs) it's pretty much action from issue one through issue five it's like nonstop. but again it's there's a lot of thoughtfulness in it too because it really he he really tackles the idea of what it what it is like to live forever to live for hundreds (laughs) and thousands of years and it's not great it's and and there's a lot of you know they they go through a lot of the issues and problems that um, these characters have being immortal. And it, you know, gives you pause to, to think like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of great stuff, but is it worth the bad stuff, which is, you know, very mm-hmm. emotionally crushing in, in some of these, uh, some of these issues. Um, but it, 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 it makes me very interested to see the, um, the Netflix series that is coming out of this. So, um, yeah, if they're going to turn into like a long form thing, that would be, I mean, that's, that's a lot to, to, to make up mm-hmm. <laughs> five issues, turn into a whole TV franchise. Right. Um, but it, but I think they're working on more because it, it, at the end of oh, this, okay. it's definitely left open for, for more stories. And I think there's even kind of a, a thing at the end, it says like the old guard will return kind of like, you know, oh, like, they, okay. like they do in the movies. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I assume he's working on, on more of this property, but I don't know. Um, the other book that I read uh, was uh, the first volume of sweet tooth that came out um, in 2012 from vertigo. Mm-hmm. That was just announced this week that Robert Downey jr's production company was developing into a Netflix series, I think. Mm. And it's been forever since I've, I've read this. In fact, I don't even think I, I read the entire series. I think I read the first issue when it came out. So I thought, well, this is a perfect opportunity to yeah. read the first volume. And unfortunately, um, you know, as I was just like praising hoopla uh, a few minutes ago, 
Uh, unfortunately, they only have the first volume of, mm-hmm. of Sweet Tooth. They're calling it a, a cross between Bambi and Corm, uh, Cormac McCarthy's The Road. <laughs> so it's kind of like a it's a it's a post-apocalyptic story. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> not to not to get too topical, but it's um, it's but the story of the, the main character, uh, Gus, who's this uh, rare breed of human. He's like a human animal hybrid uh, child. Uh, raised in isolation following an inexplicable pandemic. Oh, <laughs> that, okay. Yeah, that um, has killed most of the population. Uh, we don't see a, a ton of this new world. Um, Jeff, this is um, written and drawn by Jeff Lemire, and he definitely is uh, taking us the long way around in mm-hmm. this story. Um, we do know that there are, you know, there are, as in, pretty much any post-apocalyptic tale. There are just awful, awful people out there looking to, uh, you know, just take care of themselves and do whatever they have to do. Um, there is a, uh, this kind of almost, uh, mythical, um, refuge, uh, called the, the preserve that is, um, meant for hybrid children like Gus. And, uh, he is uh, through a certain set of circumstances. He is on his way to find the preserve, and um, you know how he gets there is is a big part of the story, and who he meets up with along the way. And um, you know, I won't say whether he gets there or not because this is a this is this was an ongoing series, and this was just the first five issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's um, you know, I I definitely want to keep keep going with it because it's, it, I, I do like uh, overall, you know, the current state of things, notwithstanding, I do like post-apocalyptic stories and showing, um, you know, the people's different takes on, on, uh, you know, post-apocalyptic landscapes and, and um, characterizations, things like that. So um, I'm probably going to, you know, seek out the rest of this story. Um, especially now that, you know, if they're, they're working on a, uh, a series for it, I'm, uh, I'm even more interested. So. Uh, I, yeah. saw a, I saw a headline that chapped, chapped me a bit. Cause it said like Robert Downey Jr. Sweet tooth coming in. Oh yeah. No, yeah. he didn't make it. <laughs> and another thing I, my, I never did read the book. Cause by the time I like became aware of it, it was so deep in, it was just kind of daunting yeah. back that and financially prohibitive. Mm-hmm. But it, mm-hmm. it also reminded me of the, uh, the old fallout boy music video where it, I think it predates sweet too. as the protagonist was like a kid with deer antlers coming out of his head. Oh, well that's, that's, I was gonna say that's definitely Gus. Gus is his mutation is that he has, he's like half boy, half deer. Essentially he's got yeah. antlers. Yeah, coming out of his head. I'm not gonna go down a fallout boy thing. It just reminded <laughs> me of that. Oh, and, and I have I have a correction. Um, the old guard is a movie, not a series. Oh, okay, okay, good. Yeah, I wasn't. I couldn't remember what it was, but okay. Okay, that makes sense. That's how they'll get five issues into it. Yeah. Definitely. That's what I hear. That's what I'm here for. Real time fact checks. <laughs> 
yeah, Jared Jared should have a scroll at the bottom of his screen <laughs> at at all times. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, we've been going for a bit. Anyone have any, uh, any, anything they want to add or any final thoughts or anything? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I mean, we don't have to talk about this too much. I just want to mention this. Um, Kate, this is kind of for more of the beginning show discussion, but we watched, um, Katie Keene. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. On, yeah. You spin off from Riverdale slash another Archie comics property. Um, which I've never read any of the, any Archie comics in general, really, and I I, don't, I doubt you've read any Katie Keene, but nope. um, it's a good show. It's a really good show. Yes, it's way better than Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it is just it 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 bypasses all the weird bullshit of Riverdale, and it just tells a good story. Yep. Um, and there's there's a little bit of mystery in it, but it's it's just you know people dealing with their problems in New York, and um, you know. Josie and the Pussycats show up and there's some cool stuff there. And yeah, it's neat. It's worth a watch. And it'll probably be on Netflix in like a few weeks yep. is what I'm guessing. Okay. Uh, but it, it's on it's like 13 episodes. It, yeah. It came out like it only came out like a, two months ago or something. Yeah. I think it's on the CW app, right? Cause I, I think, yeah. Yeah. Probably. It's probably on the yeah. CW app too. Yeah. Okay. I'm pr- I think my, I would say if you like pleasantly cheesy stuff, yeah. It's not like. Yeah, no, it's not. It's it's CW. It's, a, it's you're yeah. getting a CW. Yeah, show. that 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 is <laughs> CW. If I've ever heard an app description of CW, pleasantly yeah. cheesy. <laughs> What's nice about it is like the most recent episode. Uh, not to give anything away, but there is a, a potential secret that in any other CW show, like I was joking with Link that if this had been Riverdale the character in question would have tried to like get a DNA test behind everyone's back to find out if this person is her father. And instead the first time she meets him, she's like, I think you're my father. Yeah. They don't pull any punches. They're <laughs> no. like, this deck is like a season long arc. And they're like, nah, fuck it. We're just going to rip that bandaid off right now. That's refreshing. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of talented casts. So they do often break into song. Yeah, th- but that's happening more and more on the CW. It is happening more and more. <laughs> but they also cast people like Bernadette Peters yeah. in cameos. So if you're going to complain about that, like, goodbye. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear a Bernadette Peters reference on the comic book. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We're, we're breaking down barriers. <laughs> Dare to defy. <laughs> fantastic all right uh any anybody else got anything not much right now i I got my dark shadows comics i was talking about last time oh yeah i haven't read them all yet um nice there's that one with the cover i was oh yeah oh yeah cool um they are uh i've read a couple of them they're they're very much it takes the formula breaks it down into like a 22 page comic which is a real uh, juxtaposition from a long form 20 minute daily soap opera to see do, but it's like, it's, it's all about the vampire character. Someone threatens, expose him as a vampire. He has to dispatch him. It's just like monster of the week, but with some mm-hmm. bystander that just happened to stumble across the secret. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's a nice little time capsule to the era. It was a uh, old gold key slash Whitman. 
I don't know if anyone knows. What's the difference between Whitman and Gold Key? Is it just like... Because um, it goes back and forth. Yeah, I don't know. I, I did I, I did hear once what the difference I'll was. Like, yeah, I, I don't recall, but... I, I Part of me feels like Whitman is like knockoff, is like less than... Yeah. Like I got some like like knockoff Gold Key, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah. Hey, as long as you as long as you enjoy it, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so during the day, I, I'm still watching the Dark Shadows, and then we're going through True Blood at night with the wife. So I'm getting uh, um, vampire melodrama all day, every day, <laughs> and it's it's read oh, some and, and right before you go to bed. Yeah, yeah. I did <laughs> learn um, the name Sookie is just like Southern slang for the name like. Susanna or Susan. Mm. So I'm calling my wife Suki. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is weird watching the two like vampire soap operas mm. and yeah. how like the evolution of the genre. Yeah. It, although I don't believe there is any direct correlation other than thematically and subject matter. Mm-hmm. But it is unique. Yeah, it's interesting. There's a lot of uh, nudity and sex on True Blood. Yes. Yes, there is. <laughs> True Blood is like Dark Shadows meets Skinamax. Like that's <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. You know, as much as and I just want to throw this in, as much as I shit on Star Disney and Star Wars at the beginning of this, The Mandalorian is like some top notch stuff. So yep. Yes. For they for all that they've done wrong. They've done really, really right too. Yes, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for season two. I, they, they announced uh, Timothy Oliphant is going to be. Yeah, and that's my thing. I just hope they don't fuck it up by turning it into Hollywood Squares. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of announcements where I'm still not sure what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant, Jerry Dawson, and Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's X a lot of square. <laughs> stuff. I'm still, I'm still not even convinced on the Rosaria Dawson thing. I'm like, I just need to see it. I need to see yeah. something to believe mm-hmm. that they're gonna do what they're they say they're doing. Well, it wouldn't surprise me because God love her. Yeah, no, just yeah, guessed anything. Yeah, I think she's great, but I've seen, I've seen so much random shit, and I was like, oh my God, Rosario Dawson's in this. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, was she in? Have debts that she needed to like, desperately pay off? Like, <laughs> like there was some Kevin James movie it was on TV. I was flipping through, and like there was Rosario Dawson. I was like, what? Why? Yeah, I, I read. Uh, uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on her face, on her name. Actress. She, Katie Sackoff. Yeah, Katie Sackoff's supposed mm-hmm. to be in it. Yes. Oh wow. Reprising a character she voices in Clone Wars. So mm-hmm. those are going to be very like. You might get thrust into the Clone Wars deep end during this season. I'm sure they'll keep everybody up to date on what they need to know. But yeah, I give you the. I think it's Scott and Scott and I and Kate, and we're gonna (laughs) be extra geeky about it. Yeah. Which, for anyone out there who likes the Star Wars universe that has not watched Clone Wars and dare I say Rebels, Mm -hmm. you're doing yourself an injustice. That is true. But there's a lot to get through, so I, I understand. Well, we're literally in lockdown. I know, you're in lockdown. You have so, a lot of free time. And there won't be any new TV shows till 2021, so, you know. 
get on it. Thing, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All righty. Well, I guess we can start wrapping this up. We've been at it for yes, about an hour and a half or so. That's a lot of, that's a lot of good stuff coming at you. It's a healthy morsel. That certainly is it's, it's more than enough to keep you occupied, occupied, uh, during, during these unprecedented times. Yeah. <laughs> or so as we, we hear, you got this. <laughs> We're I here for you. Cat noises in the background. We tried to keep Howlett entertained as much as possible. Oh, I don't think I heard him at all. Oh, oh I wish we had. Going on. Well, flare. All right. So this has been Comic Book Pit episode 352. I'm Dan, and with me is Jared. See ya. And then we've got Kate. Bye. And Link. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>